Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Lots of great reasons to bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. They have great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. They have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, it's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. It's also fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay and discover the most popular SGPs each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, so they know we sent you. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states only. Gambling problem 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the championship winning volume podcast sports network It's Friday, June 17th, and we are the champions. We are fucking tired. That's what we are. <laughs> We're recording this at two o'clock in the morning, Tyler's time, but the, vo- the ch- NBA championship has come home to the volume, to the volume. podcast sports network. Gotta, gotta give a shout out to to a valued franchise volume network employee, <laughs> Draymond Green, champion, 12, 12, and 8 on you motherfuckers tonight. <laughs> Talking all that shit about distractions and podcasts, all that, because y'all be on that goddamn phone, old ass, old head talking. That man went out there and gave y'all 12, 12, and 8, ring number four in eight years. Count it up.
He went straight from the Nintendo to hitting two three-pointers in a closeout game on the road. Bro, when he, when he hit the first three, I'm like, it's over with. I think they was only up like one or two at that point, too. He hit that motherfucking backpack three. I'm like, all right, G. Yep. Cancel it. This legit got to be the only multiple three-point game of the postseason for Draymond. Like, I don't think he that's... He didn't hit a It was three... his first three of the series. In a series. Oh, this... It was his first of the series. Yeah, the first one, yeah. I think, the end of the first quarter. And then he hit that one at the half. That backpack was backpacking tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking did it. The champion. Did you see Colin talking his shit on his fucking Instagram? No. What did he say? Cowherd is walking around in his mansion that I think he probably had his wife filming him for the for the Instagram content of him making himself a little drink and then going into his bar, putting some vodka in it, and then <laughs> and then turning out the light and going, lights out. <laughs> I mean, she was probably like, how do you think this match is paid for? Because it is content. <laughs> I mean, I respect him, man. He he went out, he got Draymond. Draymond brought home a chip where, where the volume is one for one with NBA players winning championships while under contract. Sheesh, 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 Um, all right. One further note. Um Oh, this is Jenkins and Jones. <laughs> did I do I did that? Like, I didn't, just, I didn't introduce the pod. Oh my god. That's John, aka Legethro <laughs> Jenkins, and then that's Tyler, aka Dragonfly Jones. <laughs> young trajectory. <laughs> What's that? Young trajectory. <laughs> young trajectory face. <laughs> uh I'm Guardy B, aka Mike, and uh I am the captain now. <laughs> All of our producers are all of our producers are gone, so I'm the one who had to make sure everyone's um, laptops were tilted down. Jackson Safon picked the locker room of an NBA championship celebration over producing Jenkins Disloyal. and Joe's Unbelievable. Disloyal. Unbelievable. I see where we are on the totem pole. Where we're mm-hmm. supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you mean. Good job. Good job, Jack. You made the right decision. <laughs> he's going to go places. Yeah, he's going to go places. He's You'll going to go right. places. You'll be all right. Um, we will have, we already talked to Jackson on our uh, next episode, which I genuinely have no idea when our next episode is going to be, but it'll be probably next week sometime. Uh, we're going to have Jackson on for an interview. He is a huge Celtics fan who also produces Draymond's show. Um, so it was a weird day. It was a weird day, probably a weirder day than anyone else working in America today for fucking Jackson. He's sitting with great seats, by the way, in the Draymond family section, <laughs> He's sitting to watch the closeout game, miserable that his team is losing, but I'm sure professionally very excited because that's going to be a podcast. Everyone wants it's, to listen it's to all about content, baby. At 25, <laughs> if your team's going to lose, that's the way for them to lose. For yeah. you to be drenched an NBA player's champagne. The Warriors, you know what I'm saying? The most prominent team of shit. I don't know. Like, you know, I'm this, I wouldn't say generation, but uh, maybe the next, maybe, maybe the generation under us, you know what I'm saying? And you, and you have them pouring champagne on you, Steph Curry, fucking Draymond Green, dog. I mean, it, that, that loss didn't feel like a loss, probably. Well, we'll find out. Stay tuned. Yeah, we will. Next we episode. Will. Next we episode. Will. We will. <laughs> Um, do we want to say nice things about the Warriors first or mean things about the Celtics? I will can leave we, it up to you. Can we say guys. mean and nice things about both teams? Like, can we just be equal? Please, please. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so hey, what's going to happen is Tyler and I are going to say mean things about Boston, and you're going to say nice things about Jason Tatum. Okay, cool, cool, then... <laughs> cool, cool, cool. That's that's what we'll do. That's how. What do you play. think, Tyler? Should do hate first or love first? We we can we can we can we can lead with hate. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Let me open <laughs> with this. Demon. Let me open with this. More lead with like hate. The Fraudston Celtics. Oh, oh no, you didn't. Go, no, you <laughs> didn't. They beat y'all boys up. Y'all was betting against them the whole fucking playoffs. You know what I mean? Come on. I believe Tyler and I were both Warriors in six. Uh, officiate, we were both on that train. Yes, Tyler, Warriors yes, in six. I absolutely was. I, I told you I started down because I was like, ain't no way in hell the Warriors going to run off three straight. But boy, did they. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. What the fuck happened, bro? So my congratulations to the Boston Celtics who have won one NBA championship since 1986. One NBA championship. I'm old as fuck. And I've seen one <laughs> Boston Celtics NBA championship. One. one. And yet people talk about this team like they are a, an elite NBA franchise. They've won one NBA championship since 1980 fucking six. Fuck you, Boston. Thank you for being the best example for disappointments everywhere. You really inspire all of us. Crisp salute. Rest in piss. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I have never been this annoyed by a team in the finals in my life. Like, there's been there's been times where I've been like, hey, this this team is just going up against the better team. You know, hats off to them. They're, they tried. It's just not their year. This team annoyed the fuck out of me, This these finals. Because it's like, 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 like I said, bro, I have hated the Warriors for years, but I have hated them because they're so damn good, right? There's respect there. There's admiration there. I appreciate how good they are, even though I hate that they keep winning. With this Boston team, that's not there, bro. I hate them because they were so dumb that they just <laughs> fell apart. The execution was horrible. Like, they were annoying. <laughs> like, when they put, when they got it down to 10 at the end of the third and pulled off that little fake-ass comeback, I was like, bro, let's, let's just not do this anymore. Like, I was annoyed that they were trying to make it a series again because we knew how it was going to end. We knew I was going to, and I was like, bro, well, let's not even do this. Just go home. We're sick of, we've seen this act for the last fucking three games. Enough. I'm tired. The difference between the two teams, the main difference is, like, the Warriors found ways to make the game easier, and Boston consistently found games to make the, the ways to make the game harder. Boston had, like, 40 turnovers in the last two games. Who the fuck on this planet would you beat with 40 fucking turnovers in two games? You know what I mean? Tatum. Love you. Rough series. Even worse, game six. You know what I mean? Um, he just wasn't ready yet. You know, I think he'll be great. Just wasn't ready. You know what I mean? And I think that's the team as a whole. Really young. Just weren't ready for, the, for, the, for this moment yet. Y'all are saying that, you know, this, this was their moment to win if they're going to win. None of us knows anything. Most of us have been very wrong about everything in the fucking playoffs, especially these two teams. The Celtics, we, didn't, we thought they would be trash this year. Lost their coach. No way they get to this point. The Warriors, a middling fucking team. I did, have the Warriors, the I did have the Warriors getting out of the West. When was this, yeah. though? When was this? I believe before the playoffs started, I had the Warriors I mean, coming out of the, the West. Playoffs. We're talking about, like, at the beginning of the season. You know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just so, saying, like, I feel good about that because yeah. I don't think anyone else had them coming out of the no, West. No, no, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, but the, the point is, uh, my point is that we don't really know what's going to happen next year. You know what I mean? But I think, I think they, this was a big step for them. I mean, with for Tatum, and I think Tatum can, you know, I think I think next time he gets there, he'll be ready. 
if he gets there again. There's yeah. uh, there's no promise when it comes What do you there. think about that, Tyler? I mean, I we were talking in the group chat about like this might be a one year window. Just in that, I mean, that that happens sometimes, right? I mean, it happened with the Heat. It happened. It just is sometimes that happens. Like you have you have that kind of year that things just fell your way. I don't know that I like them coming out of the East next year. I think that there's a pretty clear roadmap on what they can't do offensively. Um, so we'll see, obviously, where all of the you know puzzle pieces land after this uh, offseason. But um, I don't think I like them beating the Bucks again if the Bucks are healthy. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think, Tyler? What, what, what do you think of their window? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna you know write the obituary and say that they're done. It's over. You know, Tatum's only 24. But you know, like like we were talking in the text. I don't know if the path will ever be this easier for them. You know, they they went up against a, a Bucks team that didn't have Middleton. They went up against the Nets team that was just a fucking dumpster fire. They went up against the Warriors that had you know Clay and Dre were slack in that series. I don't know if it'll. it'll I don't know if it'll be this easier for them ever again. Yeah, and it is one of those like um, the example I always think about is the NFL. Like I think Dan Marino got to the Super Bowl like his third or fourth year. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of exactly what John talked about. It was like young dude, really talented, just wasn't quite ready. But he was already rewriting the record books. And you're like, he's going to be back there a bunch more, though. And he never did it again. You know, it's just like yeah. you just really don't know in sports. Also you know, Elway, though. you know, what I mean, 100 yeah, percent or Peyton Manning, wanted, Peyton, you know Manning, Manning, Peyton Manning. Yeah. You know, what I mean, so you know, we, we don't know. We don't know. Um, you you want to see people take advantage of their opportunities, but they just weren't ready. And it was just obvious. We saw the fourth quarters. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when you're and we like I like I said last podcast, we're talking about Draymond Tatum. You know, Tatum is the best player in that team, and he did not look like it for a lot of of, of for a lot of those games. You know what I mean? And you can't win a, a you can't win a championship playing like that. With your I, best I, I continue like to think he's wearing too much of the blame. I, I mean, I just I, I think this is a team that arrived a little bit early. The, the 20 turnovers. Okay, I understand he had 100. He set an NBA record for turnovers in the postseason. 100%. That's what a 24-year-old might do. You know That's what I mean? That's what a 24-year-old might do. Braun has had some very high turnover postseasons as well. He's a he's a non-point guard who's in a high ball handling you know usage situation. But watching those games, this is Jalen Brown, this is Marcus Smart. I mean, it's it, a, a lot of really stupid turnovers from a team that just, we said at the beginning of the playoffs, I think the most underrated thing about an NBA team in the playoffs is, does everyone know what they're doing? Does everyone know what their job is? And there's just people missing. You know, Marcus Smart, for as gifted as he is defensively, he is not a get everyone organized, you know, run a good half-court set point guard. And you can't you can't turn the ball over 20 times against the Warriors. Just not. Just can't do it. I and think they the Warriors, averaged that. You game know? five, game five, the Warriors had six turnovers and like the the Southerners had 18. Yeah. You tripled the amount of TOs and then you shot like 60 something percent from the 64% from the free throw line. You can't yeah. win like that. You can't win like that. With that abysmal ass fourth quarter where nobody could hit shit. Like, no, it's just not. You didn't deserve to win. And I, but I, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that, like I, I was, I said this on Twitter. I'm thankful that it wasn't like a two point loss and every, you know, and, 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 and Tatum had a chance to win it at the end. Like, there's no what ifs here. The better team fucking won. You know what I'm saying? And we knew this game was over at, at the, like midway through the second quarter. We were like, yeah, it's, it's a wrap for these boys. And so I was just making a little state, talking to my wife, you know what I mean? It was a, it was a great night for me, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I look at the game, I so often check my phone, look at the game, check my phone, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it, I mean, I, I'm not a Celtics fan, but I mean, as a Tatum fan, I, it didn't hurt as bad seeing him take the L. 
Well, and I just, again, I mean, I, I think you have to give Ime a lot of credit for how much further this team got than anyone would have thought they were going to yeah. um, for the turnaround they had in the middle of the season, all that stuff. But if you're putting this on Tatum, it's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's on roster construction, which, I, you know, I, I don't think that Celtics fans would disagree. They didn't build that roster to peak for this year for a championship run. They, oh, they surprised they, everybody. They surprised everyone. A hundred percent, including yeah. I'm sure themselves. Yeah. But you know, the, the 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 construction just was not there offensively when you're playing a well-coached defensive team that you know, the Warriors, as we said going into this series, I think their defense was the underrated part of this series. But the Celtics in their losses, 88 points, 97 points, 94 points, 90 points. That's some it's, you're going up against a team that has rewritten the record book for most three-pointers <laughs> we talked about discipline with them the entire fucking playoffs and you know i mean we talked we said it was an issue they never figured it out they did enough to get to the finals but you're not going to win in the finals playing undisciplined basketball Steph get your shit Curry. together boston yeah, figure it out, Boston. guys. More discipline. I hate you that I'm a guy saying this. Fucking shit. time. You wasted uh, What's crazy it was a game three when they went up two one and they figured out how to use their strength and size and they never did it again. Never did it again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Never used their strength and size to their advantage again. They tried to play the same way they had played in game two, trying to match the Warriors. And bro, you just not. You can't. You can't play that way. You can't play their style of basketball better than them. It's just not going to happen. Steph Curry gets his finals MVP. Um, very happy for Steph. Uh, <laughs> what, what, did, what, did, what did you think of his performance throughout the finals? And we've, we've talked about this a couple of times, but does this change where you see how he, you know, he fits into things or, or, uh, or, or any of your view of him as a basketball player? Steph got that finals MVP, man. Charlie Brown finally kicked that football. I'm happy for him. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, Andrew uh, Wiggins, you were a couple points short. Yeah, almost got his Only ass, but Only 20 points short, Andrew. Of, of, the, of the funniest storyline in NBA history. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, I mean, Steph was pretty much stamped and certified, of course, before, before this postseason, right? But this, I think this elevates him. Like, we're in a, in, in a second act of a dynasty. We don't see that often in NBA history. And, you know, Steph just balled the fuck out. You know, these, these finals only have that one stinker. Two. Uh, two stinkers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Game two, he stunk it up too, right? Yeah, and but he yeah. still won. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, and he had the bad fourth quarters too. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that great of a performance, honestly. It was a good enough performance for him to win. It wasn't he had an a all, great he, performance. He, he had one all-time performance. Yeah. I mean, that was if a, this, like... If, if, this, if Bron had this performance, what would we be saying about Bron? That's that's I mean in, in this in this generation you know what I'm saying in this era of basketball like if like if Bron had this performance what would we be saying about this is just a, a regular Bron you know it's not that great of a performance you know what I'm saying like he had two stinkers fourth quarters wasn't good until the last couple games I don't think it elevated him I don't but I, I think he was already stamped I don't think he's a like a I, I think probably, it, I think it elevates him. I, I had him like top 15 ish I think he's for sure top 10 now who's, 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 who's out of there now there's no distance too far for the perfect trip <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most... 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This baseball season, swing for the fences on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, customers get $200 in free bets, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Obviously, I'm a big Dodgers fan. If you've been listening to the show, you know that. I would uh, definitely build my favorite MLB bet around the Dodgers playing the Cleveland Guardians uh, today on Friday. I would take uh, the Dodgers over on everything. I think they're going to beat up on the Guardians real good. Just sign up with promo code JNJ to get in on the action. FanDuel lets you bet the money line, home run props, strikeout totals, and so much more. Plus, you can combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. If you haven't tried FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Just join with promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, and turn a $5 bet into $200 in free bets, win or lose, exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in selected states. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. Kobe, KD, I wouldn't say it. Those are the, last, uh, those are the final two or three spots. I'll, I'll, I'll go as far as this. I think the only guards ever better than Steph are MJ and, my, and Magic. 
Nah, I, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't ride with that, bro. <laughs> I can't go there. Who, who, who else? Who you got better? I think Kobe's better, for sure. I think, and I think KD's better. And KD, KD was on the same. KD was on the team with that nigga and got the two think... Finals MVPs and was a more important player. You know what I'm saying? I, more, more, I, I would say more important player. But he, he's but he was guards. the biggest. He's, not, he's yeah. not counting KD. Oh, he's, he's a four. He's a four. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think I think the thing you have to say about Steph too that it, it, it you know it's obvious about Iverson it's obviously about Jordan it's just so obvious about Steph how much he changed the game for and sure. you, for you know sure. I mean the, the the three he had where he walked across half court and just calmly drained it from the NBA Finals logo that's that's basketball that's completely changed the sport of basketball and I mean like if I go watch YMCA eight year olds play on Saturday morning this weekend. It, he has changed the sport of basketball to that level. And I understand some of it is just sort of the analytics movement, three greater than two, et cetera, et cetera, that he's just kind of the poster child for that movement. The game was kind of changing in that direction anyway. But when can you say that about someone that, you know, like that they just completely changed the way a sport was played? And I think that was part of what I was thinking about tonight watching. He was so clearly emotional about getting that finals MVP and about getting that team back there, you know, like that, that that's a that's hard. You feel like you've got another you've got your other Hall of Famer and Clay and then he doesn't play basketball for what thousand fucking days. Or right, right, was. Right, like, right, right. Um, you can see how much that meant to him. And I, I was I was reflecting on that, like Vinny's old enough now that he's he, you know, he was rooting for the Warriors against the Celtics. And it's just cool getting to see that, like this is an era that we lived through and watched. I'm personally very happy to throw Tim Duncan out of the top 10 if that gets Steph in there. <laughs> Lakers bias seeping in. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But uh, but four, but four <laughs> titles. You going that far, Tyler? You going nah, that nah, far? Nah, he, nah, he, he ain't better than Timmy. He ain't better than Timmy, no. <laughs> better than Timmy D. Right. Better than TD. Not happening. You feel me? Um, but I, I think, I don't know. I think he, I think he does. De- I think he does deserve to be elevated. And I do think given what we were talking about with the Warriors defense being so much better than the Celtics offense, when you talk about the sort of second tier part of each team's game, they put a stat up tonight. It might be total bullshit, but it makes sense to me. I haven't watched the game that when he was defending, he, when he was primary defender, the Celtics were three of 12 with six turnovers. I mean, we also saw him get that choo-choo right on him, he too. He did 100%, so. and I think that's – but there's a lot to that, the way the Warriors play defense. They don't have a lot of dudes where you're Team like, he's a great, great. lockdown defense, but they just – Team yeah. defense was, and, was and, special. And, and, what does it and take it to win to, tonight? Yeah. 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 Special, and yeah. and, and when, when, when they were hunting Steph, they were hunting Steph and getting to the cup. They, they weren't doing that this game. They yeah, were pulling, yeah, up yeah. On, pulling up on him and shooting Jason. Yeah. There was a play that Steph had when he, he pumped fake two defenders in the air. I think it was Hawford and Grant Williams. Right? Mm-hmm. And, he sh- and he hit the three. And it hit rim, and I thought to myself, "Oh man, he fucked this highlight up." <laughs> because it hit rim, and then I thought to myself, "This is the standard this man has set for himself. This absurd, lofty ass standard where I'm getting, where I think he ruined a play by hitting rim from three. That's he probably, he, he probably left. thought the he probably thought the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> with five minutes left in the third, he pointed at his finger like, "Ring me, bitch ass niggas." <laughs> and that's, that's the thing with me, like, I don't think he like has is. Like went any higher on? I think I think I was I thought he was already where he was supposed to be. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you know like I already respected him greatly prior to this. He was uh, definitely top fifteen, and I think that's a that's an incredible thing to be. And as much as he's changed the game, you know I don't think that makes him better than the other players that we're putting ahead of him. He just did something that's amazing. I think that adds to the lore his legacy. But I mean, still those players were better than him than me. You know what I mean? But 
I don't think like I, when I looked at Steph Curry prior to this, I was like, Steph is still a fucking god tier fucking basketball player. And if he'd have stunk it up and they would have lost, I would have still said that same shit. Because he's still fucking Steph Curry. So I don't think he had a performance that, you know, deserves us to prop him up even higher. But I think he's had a great performance because he's a great fucking basketball player. And I just expected that out of him. You know, I mean, nothing he did surprised me. Maybe the pointing at the ring with five minutes left in the third was like, whoa. Steph's been disrespectful, but goddamn. We he got, said, get, he, get these young boys the fuck out my face, please. We got to keep the win, bitch ass niggas. That Whoa, man, buddy. Th- that <laughs> man, that man hit for the disrespectful cycle in a closeout <laughs> for a championship game. He did the ring me shit. He did the turn the back on on the shot before it drops. He did the go to sleep shit. He hit for the disrespectful step cycle, bro. And I love to see it. And 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 and, he, and he's a great player. And he deserves all the love he gets. But bro, like top ten, I think we're starting to reach at that point. But I mean. If you say it's top 10, I'll, I'll agree. With, I, I'm not going to. It's kind of like Jordan and Kobe. You know what I'm saying? And I, I mean Jordan and LeBron. If somebody says Jordan's number one, cool. If somebody says LeBron, number one, cool. I'm not arguing with you. Both great fucking players. So if you think he deserves to be top 10, it's all about preference. You know, some people have Kobe top five, top six, top seven. You know what I mean? So I'm not tripping, but I, I, I don't see it there. But I don't think he needs to be there for him to be, for me to think he's just as good of a player as y'all think he is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when he can, it's it's like there's the, the the margin of error is so thin, or you know what I'm saying, so small. And when you're talking about, you know, KD, Kobe, you know, Tim Tim Duncan, you know what I mean, like all of them are just special, special, special. He's right up there with them. I'll say that. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's talk about the the the, the post game. Uh, Draymond with the <laughs> first ballot Hall God, of Fame answer to one of, one of the worst. Blandest, and I love I love Lisa, but one of the worst blandest questions that they ask athletes or coaches at the end of a season: the What did you learn about yourself this finals? <laughs> that man said, "I didn't learn anything." He said, "I'm him, and I always knew I'm him." What the fuck you mean? He said, "I didn't I'm learn a of anything, nothing, God. not one thing." <laughs> that was the fucking best. God damn. <laughs> Tyler love with a nigga talking that shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know Tyler's over there fucking it. beaming like hell yeah. <laughs> but I respect that. It's it, it's fair. He's like he's like I played like shit for a couple games. What yeah. I and then I played better. Like what I didn't learn anything about myself. I tr- did my best. Like and we won. And we've that's the fourth time. It's, it didn't surprise me. I I thought I genuinely thought it was a great answer because I think it's a terrible question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I think he said he always knew he was resilient. It was basically it was him saying, "Yeah, I know I'll be trash sometimes, but I'll be nice sometimes too." You know, it is what it is. Twelve, twelve, and eight, motherfuckers. You know, he just said it be like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shit, fuck you, mean. <laughs> uh, we also had uh, Clay in the post game presser uh, bring up the uh, Triple J uh, strength in numbers tweet <laughs> after the Grizzlies beat the Warriors in the regular season. I love that. He went off too. Did you see that clip, Tyler? He's a freaking bum. <laughs> wow. What's what with the freaking and like freaking holy? Bum. What, what do you say? The other thing he holy said, cannoli. Holy cannoli, man. Like that's the <laughs> Clay. Can I get? Can I offer a theory? Yeah. Very Wednesday night Bible study. That's what I'll say. But wait, wait. Clay is entangled with a with a uh, a Bible study ass person. That's what I have to believe. Is uh, okay. Because he's been real holy cannoli. Yeah. Real classy, Boston. <laughs> What when about the class? Kids? When you be up class, I just can't. I just, all right, man. I, that did crack me up. I mean, it is just like, 
What's the difference between saying freaking bum, bum and fucking bum? It's all like, that's like, you still call somebody a bum. Calling him the bum, a bum is worse than saying freaking or fucking. Freaking or fucking doesn't matter. You call the nigga a bum. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm a, we're, we're anti-euphemism in my household. I don't, as you guys know, I, my policy with my kids is they can cuss as long as they're doing it in an appropriate context and not being disrespectful of other people or whatever, right? right, you're, not, right. you're not going into cussing school and cussing. People. You're not cussing yeah. at your teacher or something like yeah, that. You yeah. could cuss watching a basketball game with me. But I will, I will actively stop them from substituting other words. You know what I mean? If I hear a frick, uh-uh. <laughs> no. This ain't a frick household. <laughs> we this do is not, not say a frick. frick. I'm no. gangland guardy. If you know, <laughs> do you know who the fuck your dad is? <laughs> we don't say frick around this we motherfucker. Curse around this motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't say heck. We don't say shoot. Like if you if you don't want to cuss, then don't cuss. That's fine. But we're not saying frickin'. Frickin', frickin is the real curse word. Yes. That shit is fucking gross. That's offensive. That is offensive. Frickin is fucking gross. Okay. Yeah. You, if you say frickin', I, I'm, I think, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Like, like, you say fucking, that's totally fine. If you say frickin', I'll be like, ho ass nigga, who are you? Like, what are you trying to prove to us? What, what are you on, bro? Like, yeah. What like, are you hiding right, from us? Right, it's right, like what right. I think. Like, shit. Sound like the fans, bro. That's some officer shit. Frickin you know bro. what I mean? Fuck out of here. Clay, we need you back, bro. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, Clay, Clay, yeah, look. Clay. What, what, what happened, man? I feel like you've lost your way. I'll take Holy Cannoli. Holy Cannoli's okay. Holy Cannoli's okay. That's a Holy Cannoli with saying classless, yeah. with saying freaking. you know, that the no, no, no. The fact pattern isn't adding up yeah, in a way yeah, that we yeah. enjoy. We're starting yeah. to get, you know, really, you know. Flanders, you know what I mean? You give me those vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oakley, Oakley. Oakley, Oakley. Only cannoli. I guarantee you that's somewhere in Simpsons. Go, go through your Simpsons Rolodex, Mike. Find the episode. Holy what season is that? I think Holy Cannoli might be too Flandersy for Flanders. I don't know. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. I did love him though. Uh, just saying, like he, he he talked about. He was really angry. He said, "I was really angry when I saw the tweet, and that it was like hard for him to see it to just like listen to people say shit like that." And um, I love that. I it's why uh, I. I know some people don't like that, you know, the whole dynasty aspect of the NBA. I love that because I love seeing someone who there's no reason for these dudes to be chasing shit. They won three NBA championships already. They're bajillionaires. They're first ballot Hall of Famers. I think the biggest slight on Clay was that they had him 77th best basketball player in the history of the sport or something. Still, still bro. I don't know, bro. But it's That's... like they're not chasing anything, right? But. There's something in them that is like genuinely outraged, genuinely indignant at people disrespecting them. Like Steph was making fun of people saying when he signed his extension, he wasn't going to win another championship. Like, I love that part of sports. To me, that's like one of the purest remaining parts of sports. It's like, fuck the podcast, fuck the money, fuck first take, fuck take culture. These people said I couldn't do it and I fucking did it. Fuck them. <laughs> Just yeah, loving I to tell somebody that. to shut the fuck up <laughs> by just doing something they said you couldn't do. You wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this. You know, let me, let me show you, motherfucker. Like, that's a sickness, though. And if anybody has that sickness, of course it's Steph. Of course it's a motherfucker pointing at his ring, shimmying, sea walking, turning his back, looking at fucking the 12th man on the bench. Like, yeah, bitch, you too. <laughs> I got your asshole ass, nigga. You don't want to see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah, of course Steph has that sickness. And good for him, bro. It's got him a long way. One of Hell the yeah. best players I've ever seen. I'll say this. I mean, you see this? I, I've ever seen with my own eyes play basketball. <sighs> Definitely top 10. I see with my own eyes? Yeah. Probably, probably, like, just getting close to top what, six, top seven. What about this um, stipulation here? I think he's the best player ever, 6'5 or under. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking about the NBA, though. Who's his <laughs> like, who's it, who's it, who's his competition? Like Zeke, uh, mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know <laughs> this is a, a anti uh, Kyrie pod. So, y'all. <laughs> 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 uh, so Kyrie. So those, those those type of you know. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that. I would say that. We getting real. We getting real. You know, we the, the, Listen, <laughs> the sliders are moving on the. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. I, I I I just feel like he's he's in a lot of elite company. That's why I think he's top ten, bro. I think I think he, I think I think he's I think he's close. I think he's close. I think he's close. I'm just trying to look who's the top ten. Like who's the top ten? You know what I mean? Like you know MJ, Bron, uh, Magic, um, Kareem, Kareem, Bill obviously, Russell. Bill Russell, uh, Five off. Bird, Bird, Jack, mm-hmm. Timmy D. Right, that's that's eight. Come, come on, Mike. Let the Wilt, bias go. You put Will. You put Wilt over Tim Duncan. Yeah, Wilt. Wilt TD. You know what I'm saying. Then we got. Then we're getting with like Kobe. So you have eight. Okay, you so know, if, Kobe, if you're not counting Tim Duncan, so you're at eight. So, so then with Tim Duncan, that's nine. And then we got Kobe, KD, and it, so that's that's why I say I I, could, I don't know how to put it in. Who I would take out of there for the top ten amongst those eleven that we already listed. Yeah. I take Tim. I put him eight nine. Nine ten, who who who, Steph. You, t- bro, I have no you problem really, putting you I really no, bad, bro. I have no problem. G, but the way Timmy used to drag his nuts across y'all, bro. <laughs> anybody knows how good Timmy D is. It's a fucking Lakers fan, okay? <laughs> it's a goddamn Lakers fan. It's a Bron fan too, and you fall under that too as well, bro. It's we like don't... uh, it, it's like why it was like uh, watching someone be really good at doing math homework, bro. It's like. Cool. I, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't evoke anything was, in me, that bro. Man, I'm give him 20 and 18 fucking finals games and shit, bro. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's really, really, really good at math homework. I know. You. And when I would wake up from the nap that I inevitably took when the fucking Spurs were playing aside, I was like, damn, he must have had a, he must had a good game. I can't wait to see these highlights. When are they going to stop with the the, the the soft little half turn bank drill. shot? The mic and drill and the off the glass. Oh, that's all they got is quarter. just that 10 times fucking clap, clap, clap. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> a lot of chips. A lot of chips. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Mike, hot as hell, bro. Just mention. Don't even mention him. You can't even say Tim Duncan in his uh, house. No, I, got, I, I, I have nothing against Tim Duncan, but I, 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 but I don't think it's, I don't think it's ludicrous to put Steph in the same category as Tim Duncan. I don't think that's I don't think ludicrous, it's ludicrous at all. I think yeah. it's, I think you it's the reach saying he's better. Mm. It's the reach saying he's better than the people that we listed just now. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. But I think he's like eight to ten. I don't think it's insane to put him there. I, I think like, he's. It's like if someone says if someone says they think Hakeem is better than Steph, I'm not gonna. It's like what you said. I'm not gonna say, oh, I think you're crazy for saying right, that. Right, but right, I don't. Right. But I I don't have a problem putting him in the top. I don't have a problem putting him in the top ten. Personally, I don't know. Damn, we got real takey right there, didn't we? Takey. 
Uh, Top we, ten list. But, but we, we had a, we had a, Tankins you know, we, and Jones a little was, bit, huh? It was a very respectable takey. Yeah, because well, we don't know how to how to really argue. I don't. I would not know how to look you in the eyes and be like, "That's ludicrous." Right, right. <laughs> Bro, y'all let me say I'm gonna hit a bull in the fucking jaw. Tyler <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> of course, y'all. Of course, we're not good at arguing. Goddamn. <laughs> Shit. That's why, like, we I think we mentioned this on the show, but like, whenever people would <laughs> approach us about doing the podcast and the peanut butter and jelly or rapper squirrel stuff would come up, and it'd be like, "Oh, that'd be a really cool segment." It's like it can't be a segment because it's only about once every two years that there's genuine anger <laughs> in, yeah. in the, that we kind of a debate. Sweating, arguing that shit. <laughs> I, had to, I had to switch my t-shirt off. Man. I was I'm talking about like, bro, damn, damn, nigga. Damn, talking about peanut butter and jelly. And wasn't it during the pandy? I feel like it yeah, was. It was. Because I, I remember sitting out, I remember eating a because I, I haven't eaten a, I hadn't eaten peanut a, butter and jelly sandwich in a long time. No, yeah, I, had, I didn't eat a pandy. That was before the pandy. Because I was, bro, I remember sitting on my porch. I don't think I ever sat on my porch before the pandy. And I was sitting on my porch like, damn, I think the, you know, I think, I, I think like, you know, I, I, whatever statement I made, but I was thinking about, I remember sitting on my porch when I thought about it and texting y'all. And y'all both were like, hell no. And fucking Mike was like, I need a bowl of jelly right now. <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, you eat whole bowls of jelly, you fucking psychopath. But it I, was, I, oh, damn, you're right. It was June of 2020. Long-term yeah. memory, bro. My shit is stupid. I remember exactly when I sent y'all, y'all's exact fucking response, bro. I remember, I remember, I remember the vitriol that, I, <laughs> that was sent my way in the group chat that day. This has been a long fucking pandemic, bro. A hundred years. A million fucking years. Good God almighty. Let's talk Holy about... Cannoli. Holy cannoli! Holy cannoli! What a pandemic! <laughs> 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 this freaking pandemic, I tell you what. <laughs> Uh, all right, we we got a chance to listen to I think just a little bit of the uh, the new Drake album, which uh, Twitter uh, Twitter it's doesn't like using it. it. Uh, <laughs> but weird. I, Twitter funny as fuck. Hey, bro, the one that said that nigga Twenty One Savage came with his own beat. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nigga. <laughs> hey, pass the ox. I got this. That was funny as fuck, dog. Yeah. And I disagree. I disagree. Like I like the album. I'm a selection fucking house music ass nigga, though. I'm going to be fucking high as shit on my deck this summer, fucking titties out, playing that shit on repeat. I like the vibes for it. I don't need a rappy rap Drake album. I'm cool on that. You feel me? So I'm cool with it. But I see why people are disappointed. It's cool. And I do think the production is probably missing like two layers of audio. You know, it's, it's really close to being what he wanted, but not there yet. But it's good enough for your boy. The vibes are there. That's all I need. I mean, I started playing and I was like, you know, first two of these songs, like, okay, I fuck with it. Then by like track nine or ten, I was like, okay, this is really the the, the sound he's dedicated to. Right? It got, it got a bit monotonous to me, bro. I mean, it's yeah. cool. I don't hate it. I wasn't really blown away by it, but a chill ass album like that isn't meant to blow you away. But I will say, I love like the Twenty One Savage track, the best of any of those tracks on there. Like that shit is amazing, bro. 
it, it's going to be good playing in the background while my kids are on the slip and slide on Saturday music. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love that for you. Love you that just for you. Like, all yeah. right, cool. We're it's not going to play we're music. Not, it's like Tyler said. I'm not going to really. It, the songs is kind of repetitive. I'm not. I'm not going to pay that much attention to it. But it's 50 minutes of about the same vibe. That's the vibe I'm looking for on a Saturday at 11:30 with the slip and yeah. slide. <laughs> Bro, I, I go on YouTube selections page and fucking just play like DJ, like house DJ fucking sets. For two hours on my in the background in my house I'm on my TV, you know what I mean. So this is my whole shit. I fuck with it. Y'all are just uncultured swine. <laughs> you're, freak, like you're, you're freaking bums. I'm just talking shit, bro. You're talking. To, you're talking. You're talking to Twitter. I don't give a fuck if they like it or not either. It, it matters not to me. There was something. <laughs> they was they was on me a little bit because I said I love it. Eh, cool. Yeah, different opinions. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, holy cannoli. Holy cannoli. <laughs> cannoli. All right. That's, I believe that's the, if, if nothing else is a sign, that's the sign that that's all the time we've got. <laughs> As a producer, I'm calling it. That's oh, it there we go. <laughs> for Jenkinson Jones tonight. Uh, we'll be back. Like I said, I'm not sure if it's going to be Monday or what the plan's going to be, but uh, we will be back next week for sure. Yeah. Hope everyone enjoys their weekend. No one in America is happier that basketball season is over than our own John Nichols. Uh, gets Bro, to go home and be a family man. No more spaces. No more <laughs> late night recordings. Twice a twice a night. Bro, I just get to be a nigga on Juneteenth and a fucking father on Father's Day. I can just lay on my back, look at the fucking ceiling, and play the shit out of this house-ass Drake album. Thank God. And I will be blazed out of my fucking mind, too. Hell yeah. So fuck fuck basketball, at least for probably like a week and a half. And I'll be like, you gonna, we, you gonna miss this shit like a motherfucker nah, next week, I'm bro. Right next week. <laughs> It'll be Friday. And they done had the fucking GOAT conversation five days in a row on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Now they throwing Steph in there. And I'll be like, Jesus Christ, please. Somebody I'm, bounce a basketball somewhere. I'm going to tell Biko to, to like shuffle the off season or the, the like regular season topics. Like just hit us on Tuesday with a, like, who's your MVP front runner right now? the the thing with me like the regular season is fun because we don't have this weird ass schedule it's the playoffs where we just have to be on top of it for fucking and then also how they dragged out the finals you know like you you said on spaces today the celtics won game 13 of the fucking finals like it's just it's it just was it felt like it lasted for fucking ever all those two game gaps and shit like there was a there was a, a part where like the warriors played and then they played again. Like, well, the Warriors played at home. Then they played again at home two days later. What the fuck were these niggas doing? They ain't doing shit. Put their ass on the court, nigga. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Let the Hoopers who. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we got for Jenkins and Jones. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Thanks for fucking with us. Uh, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
or visit cheapoair.com slash podcast. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.